can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. This, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job, so I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. All right, let him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival in Boulder, Colorado. We are live this week with cigar celebrities all over the place. Old Fat Freddy will join us. We have some weird news from the asylum as we celebrate this classic day in American history. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. We are always broadcast on location, and we are only the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You can catch us on any one of the seven radio stations picking us up in syndication on the United Cigar Retailers radio network, or you can always tune in right at thecigarauthority.com, which is the only way you can watch us live right now. Uh, you can also catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it, and let's not forget about our good friends at thecigarstation.com replaying our show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. Located in the heart of Boulder, Colorado, this festival attracts consumers that are geared towards premium high-end products, including premium cigars, handcrafted brews, unique wines and spirits. The attendees have a chance to mingle with the most prominent cigar manufacturers and celebrities out there, uh, including Nick Perdomo, um, Tom Luzuka from Asylum. Phil Zangi is here from Debonair. Gentlemen. To- yeah, gentlemen, for sure. Tony the Future Gomez. Jonathan Drew. Pete Johnson is here. Rocky Patel. Glenn Case from Christoph. I saw him a little while ago. Matt Booth from uh, Camacho in Room 101. George Rico. Uh, Glenn every- Loop is here. Glenn Loop CRA. from CRA. We have lots of cigar celebrities around here walking around, talking. Just, uh, like, just like regular people. Just like, like regular people. Like if they put their pants on one leg at a time, which we know uh, the uh, the kid Brian, the, the roller over there, paints his pants on. Yes, he does. From Studio uh, Tobacco. Studio Tobacco and Nub Cigars. Uh, it's a who's who out here. The doors are just opening up. They're expecting over 2,000 consumers of premium cigars and fine, fine products to show up here. 
um, and uh, there'll be live music, exotic automobiles, guns. I see a billiard table over there, so uh, some fancy shootings going on. Uh, great cigars are being passed around everywhere. There's local breweries. Uh, you name it. I mean, this and is a festival. there's some lovely ladies over there willing to rack your balls for you. They, they said and, that. And it's I on appreciate the it. I, I appreciate it. You don't have to pay extra for that. No. There's, there's no extra. <laughs> Once you pay your cover charge in here, you're all set. Uh, there's barbecue going on. Pretty girls walking around right in front of our eyes. Yep. It's hard to it's stay impressive. focused. How I know they, I have a script down Do you here, want to borrow my sunglasses, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. I just wonder how they balance in such a high heel. What is that, four and a half inches? It's crazy. There's a lot going on here. A lot going on. I mean, on. I can go up to three inches myself. But that's it. Once I get to three and a half, my ankles start to wiggle. That's it. I know uh, the Colorado Premium Cigar and Pipe Association has just formed. They dropped off pamphlets for that. This is an organization. Here in Colorado, we have a 40% tobacco tax. Ridiculous. Glenn Loop will be in here to tell us about it. They're looking for a 50-cent cap to be put onto that. So hopefully that ends up happening with them. Um, you know, I was thinking, uh, we brought some cigars because we wanted to be gentlemanlike in case nobody offered us any cigars. And um, just before we went on, somebody did come over and offer us a cigar we never tried before. I don't know if you dare do it. I dare. We have two of the three that we need. Yeah. I don't know. Do you dare? Let's do it. Do because, it. Because do what it. I heard is it's 75% Lajero. Um, so I'm that, going with it is 75% Lajero because the guy who makes the cigar walked over and handed it to us. <laughs> well, it's uh, in searching from the beginning, I discovered OPA which was very interesting, and, you know, where does OPA come from? And it's the Oliva, Perez, and, and Arganosa tobacco fields where this tobacco comes from. Chuck, I don't have one for you, but maybe uh, Micah will uh, send one more cigar over and we'll, we'll light that up if uh, he would do so. Uh, in the meantime, it's called Bloodline. Bloodline OPA. So because uh, we know nothing about it at all, uh, let's fire it up and see. Uh, and you, you have to, you have to uh, respect the testicular fortitude of that gentleman to walk up to a radio show that's about to broadcast and just plunk two cigars down well, and, look and what say, it did. here, and here we go. Smoke these, so because if it's, if it's not that good, we're going to say it. We're going to say it. So here it goes. So we're going to test it. And not only are you, you uh, the sidekick here, you are a buyer for a big retail cigar. I am. It was, a smart, it was a smart move on his part. I would say so. So, so how are we going to cut this cigar? Because uh, I, well, I don't it, have a cutter on it, me, It David. certainly is the time to cut our cigars. And the official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars. They stand for quality, tradition. And excellent, so I'm going to cut my cigar over here and do a nice clean cut and cut just a little bit, just what needs to be cut over the shoulders just of the cigar. Snip the tip. That's all. That's not all a lot has to, to do. Not a lot that has to happen. Listen, if a moil can do it, I can do it. And we brought this, uh, and we and we can talk about our our voyage here to Colorado and taking equipment with us. Well, this is what radio I, equipment. This is what I'm confused about because. The guy with the AK-47 around his shoulder, they just let him walk through the metal detector. But poor Chuck over here walks through with our little Bose tower, and the whole airport shut down. What, are we there for an hour while they test the Bose stick with the Bose case around it and all the Bose cables in it? Yeah. Every, I mean, honestly and truly, is someone going to go, one, are they going to go ahead and buy a $1,000 speaker and fill it with a bomb? They might. But... 
are they going to touch the bomb and have bomb juice on their hands and then be dumb enough to handle bomb juice? That's a technical the thousand dollar speaker on the outside because that's all they were testing. I mean, I would have understood if they got a screwdriver and wanted to look at the guts that they already looked at with the X-ray. Listen, I went through the, with the Comrex box. Yeah, you got nabbed yourself. Oh my God, what is this? Well, oh, it's, a, it's equipment for a radio. Show. I went through. The why is the knobs? Yeah. Oh, it's got to be some sort of bomb from the 1960s. <laughs> Terrorists. <Yeah. laughs> I went through with a bag with my laptop in it. I have every cable known to man. I've got probably a hundred AA batteries in here. I could actually build a bomb with what's in, my, could. in my, my suitcase here, and I'm, they waved me right through. Yeah, because you didn't have the Comrex box or the bow stick. Yeah, yours said Comrex on the outside, and the machine says Comrex. That's it, obviously a bomb. It was, uh, it was a whole ordeal to get here, but we got here, and I'm so glad we did. I'm, I'm firing up my cigar right now using the Lotus. What Lotus lighter is this? That is the... Why are you going to put me on the spot like that? You're supposed to take your notes. <laughs> you, you handed you me handed the lighter. It to him. You handed it to me. <laughs> Uh, it's got a me, triple jet, it looks like. Give me a second. Triple jet. It's got um, a bullet kind of built onto the bottom of it. Is it the Churchill? It is a $39, uh, $29. $29 triple jet lighter. And we are at 3,280 feet above sea level, which would be one mile, Chuck Morrison. All right. I know, no. I, I did, did not know, know that. Did you know that? I didn't know that until you said it. Thank you very much, well, Mr. Jonathan. I learned that in third grade, but that's okay. But anyway, we're, we're a mile over sea level, and people worry about, is the jet flame going to light? Right. Well, the Vertigo lights, all triple jets with no problem and in my, every Even my time. little uh, $10 one, the, the Cyclone, lights up every time. Let's see if it says what it is on it. The Cobra. Oh. It's the Cobra. All right. The, what did you say, Churchill? Yeah. That's okay. a different one that they have. We're all about the Lotus. That's what it's about. So, uh, lots going on here. Um, you're seeing with the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, so I know Rocky Patel's got to be here somewhere. He should be, right? This is you would his, think so. This, I mean, this is his talk place. about an opportunity for uh, some branding. Uh, lots of different um, drinks. You got Buffalo Belgium Ale over here. Right, we were offered a beer. You were offered a beer. We were. Okay, we turned it down. Well, we don't want David falling asleep before the show's no, over. No, not all. N- not at all. Uh, but you name it. I mean, uh, all the different cigar manufacturers are, are coming in. The doors are opening. There was a VIP. There were some people here a little earlier. We saw people walking around. Those were the VIPs, the very important customers that came in. Um, and Every customer that has cash in their wallet should be considered a VIP. I'm just saying. I'm sure they, they are all considered uh, very important people, but... It were very, very important people that they got to be in. But now the floodgates are open. 2,000 people are walking through. It's a beautiful day. You wouldn't have known that yesterday. All mm. kinds of things were happening up here. We thought we were going to get stuck in a tornado. Tornadoes were happening. The hailstorm, I guess they were shoveling hail uh, early this morning. That's how hot it was coming down. So, uh, you, you know, you name it. They got a the flavor profile right off the bat. Boom. This is uh, Bloodline. Bloodline. Toasted acorn meat. Toasted acorn meat. What is meat from an acorn? That's the that's the nut. That's the actual nut. Now, so, you, so it's toasted. I acorns. believe in order it's to nutty. I believe in order to eat acorns, you must blanch them several times because they're poisonous at first. I hope this cigar is not poisonous. Well, Micah is a retailer in California, and he came out with his own cigar, Bloodline OPA. He went to uh, the, the most respected tobacco families out there, Oliva Perez and Aganosa, mm. and uh, asked them for special tobacco to, uh, to do this, Micah Johnson. 
um, the impossible but smooth, which is because it is a Habano Rosado wrapper and 75% Lajero filler tobacco, which to me would be it's way too much. Well, Talk about double Lajero. Not, it's, it's all Lajero except 25% of it. Not all Lajero is grown the same. Not all Lajero is going to be the same amount of power. Some of it is grown for power. Some of it's grown for flavor, and some of it's grown for a combination of the two. So I'm guessing from what he said that this is medium-bodied, that this is grown for a little bit of both, but mostly the flavor. Well, what he was explaining to me is they actually crush it a little bit. They crush the tobacco a little bit to get the oils to come out, and it would bring the smoothness to it. It scared me, and I wasn't going to do it, and it was almost like a, uh, oh, challenge. do it right. Yeah. So we challenge ourselves, and we light it up. I will say so far so good. I actually like it. It's burning beautiful. It's tasting good. I don't know a lot about it, but he had a lot of nerve to walk over to a radio show. You got to respect that. Yeah. So yeah. you know what? We're going to do it, right? So we're going to do it. And we'll be honest. I we'll be honest yeah. about it. We're going to be honest. I'm not going to lie. I secretly wanted to hate it so I could say it, so people would believe that we would say it. Yeah. That's good. So uh, guns. Guns are out here. This is a very liberal state that um, these type of things don't happen around here. Um, as a matter of fact, Boulder, Colorado was the first in the nation to ban smoking. The first in the nation to ban smoking. And what does Terry Gallagher from Smoker Friendly decide to do? To have the biggest cigar event here Love in Boulder, it. Colorado. How do you like boy that? Terry. That a boy, Terry. And he doesn't just do cigars. He also brings on liquor, and he brings on beer, and he brings on wine and guns. I saw knives around here. Motorcycles. Awesome. You could be, you could, you could come ninja shopping at this event. <laughs> it seems like a guy's event. I mean, these are all things guys like, but a lot of ladies here, and not, uh, and, and not far from fifty percent. I would say, right? Yeah, I would agree. I'm, I'm looking at about fifty-fifty, or and pretty I, close to it. I have to say, I'm impressed by the talent. There we go. <laughs> I have to say, I Do mean, the same expect- rules apply that happen in a retailer. Well, a lot of times, girls that smoke cigars in retailers are sort of a little bit manlier than the, than the, the fairer sex. They, they're like a little rougher around right. the edges, a little grittier. It's rare that you get someone that's uh, of this ilk walking into But they're rating. You know, shop. if you were to rate on a scale of 1 to 10, that rating goes up well, by c- at least two points. By cigar math, you get a four-point bump as soon as you walk into the cigar shop. I see Barry Blonda right here. Barry come, here. come on. Look, let's bring him on. Let's bring them on. Here, take mine, and I'll slide over. Take mine, and I'll slide over. Wow. Gary is now with Alec Bradley. Alec Bradley, and uh, we have a segment of the show that we have Alec Bradley's American Classic. So, uh, cool. This would be a good time. Hi, Barry. How's it going? Good to see you. It sure is. So, what are you doing nowadays? I'm out here. I live out here in this uh, beautiful state. Uh, I got... Switched over from when I was working in New England yes. to Alec Bradley. Yeah. Um, I've been with Alec Bradley now almost four years. I was the rep for New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Delaware, Maryland, D.C. That's and, quite a uh, Alan And uh, Alan gave me a promotion about oh. uh, a little over a year ago. And uh, I basically could move wherever uh, I needed to move out west. So back here, I actually uh, lived here for 10 years. Wow. I owned a cigar shop right down the road from here. Okay, so you know the area, and this you know is where you want to go Yeah, my wife is from here, and uh, she's actually the first time she's working with me at a, at a cigar oh, event. Oh, really? After all these years. Well, yep. it's outdoors, and yep. uh, this is a great one. We were just saying earlier that the, it seems like almost 50-50 men and women here. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, I like this it. This is amazing. So you're one of the road warriors, but yes. controlling yeah, a little of the so, road warriors. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, basically uh, in the off. I'm Sosa West. Okay. So, so, so George does the East Coast guys, so Topper, Lipson, that whole, the whole Eastern Seaboard, as well as all of the international. And then I work with all the reps from um, Pittsburgh, Buffalo line west, except for Chicagoland. Okay. So still has Chicago, and he was just out there. But he basically, he's really going to be out of the country a whole lot. Yeah. So uh, we just split it 50-50, and uh, it's been great. I've, so I, I got to travel the whole East Coast yeah. for my first five years, uh, five, sure. six years, and then now I get to see the whole rest of the country, nice. all the great cigar shops and people from all over the country. It, it's been it's been awesome. Beautiful. And it, it I love working with uh with and for for Alan Rubin. Beautiful. It's been great. Should we put Barry on the spot? Yeah, we're going to put him on the spot. We're Barry, gonna... are you competitive? A little bit. All right. Cuz yeah. you're going to team up with Mr. Jonathan. We do a little segment every single week at this time oh, I know and it's uh this day in American <laughs> classic history so Oh, great. It's going to be uh you and Mr. Jonathan you're in good as hands. a team. You're in good hands. Versus Chuck Morris. Oh, the champ. Oh, okay. Are you Chuck, the champ? Chuck Morrison is the champ. Let's get ready to rumble! You've heard of epic rap battle, and now it's time for the epic battle for this day in American classic history. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Versus Chuck. Game over, man. Game over. Making mountains move, Morrison. Go ahead. Boo. Make my day. Brought to you by Alec Bradley. Warriors. That's right. American Classic Cigars. Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium body blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. Okay, here's how it goes. American Classic Day today is actually September 7th because this is two-hour time difference and the show actually already aired. This show is airing on September 7th, so we're going on a time warp here. We're in the DeLorean. It is September 7th right now. So it's gone back to the future. In, he does have a DeLorean. Yes, I do. There we go. <laughs> so uh, September 7th, and because Chuck Morrison is the champion, he's going to go first. And it's the closest without going over to see who's going to win. So the price is right. Without going over is right. right. September 7th, born this day, Chuck Morrison. Peter Lawford, he was American of the, a uh, member of the Rat Pack, brother-in-law to President John F. Kennedy. Okay. Uh, later, off-screen activities uh, uh, included the... Uh, the picture of Dorian Gray, White Cliffs of Dover, none of which you know. Um, he appeared with Frank Sinatra in the musical It Happened in Brooklyn, Ocean's Eleven, Rat Pack member. All right. Who are the Rat Pack members? Lawford, Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Joey Bishop. So today is Peter Lawford's birthday. What year was he born? He was born in 1941. 1941. He was born in 1933 is my guess. What do you think? Yeah. All right, we're going 33, final answer. Okay, you're all wrong because it was 1923. See how oh, everybody went over. Over, all right. right. All right, so that's how this works. So now it's going to go. The price is wrong, Bob Barker. That's right. So Barry Blonda, this is going over to you. Charles Hawley, also known as Buddy Hawley, American singer, songwriting guitarist from the Crickets. Uh, today is his birthday. That'll be the day. Peggy Sue, 
19. You know him. I, know, oh. I know. I already know the yeah, answer. Oh, guys. oh, we got to go my first. Bad. We got to go first. I'm thinking. Buddy uh, Holly's birthday. When was he born? Is that yeah. what you're saying? 44. When was he born in 44? I'm guessing 44. No, I, uh, I think the plane went down in the 60s. Right. He was uh, in his 20s. He was in his 20s in his 60s. Take your time. We literally have all day. Five seconds. Five seconds. That's a good one. All right, 44. 44. What do you got, Chuck? 40. 40. You're both over. It's 1936. Son of a... We'll go 10 for now on. We're going down 10. We're going down 10. Okay, so I like like keep steering your strategies. All the the rock guys now were all from the 40s. True. Like Uh, like Bob Weir and Jerry Garcia were all born in the 40s. Right, right. Like that. Yeah. All right. So yep. this was a little younger yeah, than that, so right? That's so that's what I was thinking. He's being very right. gently sharing his strategies with yeah, me. I like this. I like this. Right. So Chuck Morrison, uh, Shannon Fidel, also known as Shannon Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Uh, American actress and fashion model yep. known for American Pie, Scary Movie, Jay and the Silent Bob is yep. back. Also known for uh, 13 Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um Sex symbol. You know her. You love her. You can't live without her. She was born Shin- in 1980, Dave. 1980, Shannon Elizabeth. All right. We have to go 10 before that anyways, so I'm going to say 70. What do you say, Mr. Barry Blonde? Are you saying 70? We can't do 60. Well, we could do 60 because as long as Chuck went over. Right. Yeah, that's good. 70. That's Let's just say 60. Of. We'll stick to the plan. Oh, he's getting the belt. What are you doing with 60? the belt? She's older than me. Doesn't matter because Chuck went over, so we can go. We could do 1901. Five seconds. Wins. Yeah, all right. All right, we're going 60. 60. 1973. Oh, nice. really? She's older than me. Nice. Wow. I thought she. All right. She There's looks no way, way she was older than me. I knew that. One nothing. Right. One nothing. We go right. first. Okay, Barry Blonda. Yeah, Keith it. Moon, drama songwriter, producer, and actor from the Who, also in the Plastic Uno band, known for his drumming style. He I'm died, out. but. Uh, he died today, actually. What um, year? He died today, what year? Not his, his birthday. His this death. is his death. He died today. What year? I'm going to guess 78, the year I was That's born. That's what I was saying, 78. All right, All right we don't have to go any further. Wow. Two points. Oh, wow. Two, oh, two points. Two Chuck points. Chuck Morrison, your mother Steroids. is a girl. Steroids. <laughs> Steroids. They're cheating over there. Okay, you have to uh, really uh, step it up here. <laughs> Happened this day in Atlantic City, New Jersey. The first Miss American pageant was held. Businessman's League of Atlantic City put it together as a plan for bring tourists to the boardwalk on Labor Day. Uh, Margaret Gorman was the first winner ever. She won $100. This day, what year? 1912. 1912. Oh, I think he's way under. I'm going to say 1913. Oh, you? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Oh, my God. Final goodness. answer. 1921. Oh, yeah, 1920s man. is where yeah. getting shut right. out. You yeah, are, baby. I love the this safety. Uh, this would be a first that, time right? shut up. Okay, you guys go first now, so the safety isn't oh. going to work so well. So, Barry Blonda, right. the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame opened today in, in, in uh, Canton, Ohio, with 16 members. This day, the Pro Football Hall of Fame opened today. What year? All right. Pro football is not really that old. In order for them to be. To have a, a, a Pro Football Hall of Fame, I'm going to say, uh, I think the football thing started like 1909 Pro Football. So give it 30 years. 1939, you're minus 10. 1929 is my answer. Yeah, that's good. That's it. You're not jumping in here. Yeah. 1929, he says. 1930. 
1968. Yes. Son of a. Voided the shout-out. I'll take Avoided that. Voided the shout-out. <laughs> I was afraid to go over with it. Yeah, and I'm going right. to give you the last one, and this is All just right. for fun because there's nothing he can do right now. <laughs> uh, Chuck Morrison, this goes to you. Billy Shoemaker set a record for the most lifetime wins as a jockey. Yeah. Today, oh, what year? Man. Uh, most lifetime wins as a jockey. That was done in 1952. 1978. Barry Blonda, call it. He's saying 1952. Yep. I mean, it's in the 70s, I'm pretty sure. So well, you don't want to go over. Let's back it up to 68 so, then. 68. I think, yeah, I would go into 60. I think it was Final early answer. 70s. So. 1970 would be correct, yeah. and you get nice. it. So that is it. Them, Congratulations. Man. This is fun. This classic day in American history brought to you by Alec Bradley. American classic cigars, affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America yeah, in baby. the earliest of the 20th century. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American classic cigar. Right. Absolutely. Wow. Nice. Wow. Nice job, guys. Deal nice job. Fun. Barry Blunder. It is your segment, so uh, you held your own and yeah, whipped my butt, good. man. My first time. All right. There we go. So uh, where are we? We have time for a break. That's the uh, right. that's the signal. Hey guys, I'm, uh, I'll bring you over our new uh, Mundial. I got. Yes. I just yes. got the samples. Just came in to and, Colorado. And, what, and what's the other one? Nika and uh, Nika Puro. Nika. That's we're we're killing. With I saw that. people we're smoking absolutely that. Absolutely killing with that. We finally got some back in, and then uh, the Riesis Cubana factory. We're also doing a cigar. It's coming out in September. That's the, their first own that's coming yes. through Alec Bradley. You. So you guys are rocking. Alec Bradley, now international yep. Alec Bradley, is on the board. And uh, i got to say thanks to um, Cigar Authority. I think that's what's getting the word out. Well, that's I what I'm going so with too. anyway. That's what I hear. <laughs> well, it's a long way. I remember when you were first doing this, you filled in for that guy or yeah, something. That I right. called you and said, you were pretty good. You should go there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you remember that. I called you and said, I thought you were pretty good with that. Wow. You remember that? I remember he that. He filled in for some guy one day. He <laughs> never showed up. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that was I tough. called him. I was like, you've ever done radio before? And you're like, uh, I don't think you said yes. I think you're like, no, no, I've done it just doing this. I go, you're natural. You're good. I yes. thought it was your show. <laughs> I remember you're like, I'm not prepared. He didn't show up. I'm just going to go with it out of the store, right? There we go. You're just always yes, That's baby. good. Now you're doing this. I've heard great things about it. All thank, right. Thank you so much. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we have Tony, the future Gomez, with his chapter one and lots more. So stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com.
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. We're back live in Boulder, Colorado with the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. We got great beer, great cigars. Pretty girl uh, showing guys up on the pool table over there. She got trick she knows, shots going she on. She knows her way around the balls. Oh, yeah. She got some trick shots going on. And with us right now is Tony, the future Gomez from La Flor Dominicana. That's what they tell me. They call you because you are the future of the La Flor Dominicana company. That's a, that's a little nickname that, uh, that got thrown on me at our sales meeting a few years back. And, and it's yeah, stuck, it huh? stuck. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, you're living in the Dominican Republic now. I am. I am. I'm there uh, about 75% of my time now. Wow. Yeah. Different world. 
Very different world, but yeah. uh, I love but it. You love it. I love it. it it's man. awesome. Absolutely. It's, a, it's awesome. And you are right in the, in the midst of everything, so you're going to learn every single aspect of it to be able to be the future of, the, of the company. Everything, man. And uh, already uh, I saw a cigar that you have everything to do with, the Chapter 1. Tell mm-hmm. us a little about Chapter 1. Well, Chapter 1 uh, started off as a very simple idea. I took a regular chisel and box-pressed it and... Uh, and, you know, it just looked interesting. I liked the, the way it felt and the way it looked. So, you know, it just, you know, the gear started grinding. I told my dad I wanted to do something. And, you know, in very typical fashion, he said, oh, go. You know, he's there never been one to hold my hand or anything. So, uh, you know, we started putting together blends. And, and that was, you know, it was a lot of fun. Man. So the blend is different. It's not oh, just yeah. a, a chisel box press. Yeah, it's it's a completely different blend. Okay. Absolutely. So, so uh, is it stronger? Is it milder? Is it? Uh, I think, I don't th- I'm not saying it's the strongest cigar we make, but uh, I don't think we make anything stronger. (laughs) So how would I take that? I mean, that that would be something Mr. Jonathan would say to me, that that there's a circle that goes nowhere. Yeah, I'm not trying to mess with your mind, man. So uh, all Dominican Puro? No, it is not. It's got a a Brazilian Oscuro wrapper. It's the same wrapper we used on an Airbender Maduro that we released uh, a couple years back. Okay. But it's a higher priming of that. Okay. Um, And uh, it's got a Connecticut Broadleaf binder. And uh, all Dominican filler. Okay. I learned this week that the the priming really has everything to do with it. Oh, yeah. As you get a little higher, you can almost abuse the tobacco more, yes. meaning you can put it through a, a deeper Maduro process. You have to. Because that process thins the tobacco, yeah. and you need to start with something real thick, rich, and oily in order to be able to withstand the abuse sure. of the Maduro process. So bumping up a priming probably means you've achieved a sweeter flavor for the, the wrapper of that cigar. That's my guess. I haven't smoked it yet. Uh, no, you're right. Because w- what I wanted to achieve with that cigar was, you know, I wanted to go get away from the spice a little bit, and I wanted a real dark kind of dark chocolate sweetness, a roasted kind of flavor, and I think that's uh, that's what we got with it. You know, I'm, I'm very oh, I'm happy. I'm dying to it. try it. <laughs> you like it full-bodied yourself? Your personal flavor yeah, profile, I'm, I'm yeah? A, I'm a full-bodied cigar. So All I'm right. Ready. Yeah, it so runs got, in my blood. But you got to think about the guy that likes a milder cigar like me. Right. That, um, you know, I can't do the chisels. Uh, we do. I mean, yeah. you know, hey, we, we make uh, every kind of cigar for every right. kind of cigar smoke. You, you know, yeah. our, our first line is uh, as mild as it gets. It's a very S- traditional Dominican. Suave yeah. is, uh, we smoked it a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and uh, on the show. And, oh, my God, is that it's the absolute smoke. perfect cigar for me. That's Okay. If you were to make a cigar for me, that would be the cigar. Oh, my God, it's so perfect. <laughs> but people look at Lafleur Dominicana today sure. as the fuller-bodied company, where years ago that wasn't the case. But um, I, I guess for the people that love fuller-bodied cigars, you guys are doing it the best out there. Yeah, it's cool how, you know, the company has evolved as, a, as my dad's palate has changed, you know. And when he first was smoking, he liked the traditional Dominicans, very, you know, connected shade yeah, and yeah, mild yeah. ones. but. As he evolved and he started liking, you know, he started putting more and more of the heroin into those cigars. And, you know, that's the niche we've carved out for ourselves now, you know. And now where you are pretty much just starting out yourself there, you already like it full body. So yeah. where does the future go? <laughs> where do you go from there? <laughs> the all lajero. <laughs> My dad says that, you know, he sometimes, you know, he's, he's afraid to put too much lajero in his cigars. But, he, you know, he says that I'm not. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see, man. I mean, I'll put as much lajero as I can until, you know, as long as it burns. Burns, and it smokes, right. You know? that, that's where the problem yeah, comes from, now, the burning consumption. Right. There's always a limit, you know. All well, right. can you, can't you age lajero far enough to get it to thin out a little bit so you could go 100% lajero? Sure, but, you know, get it to burn? remember, the more you age it, the, you're going to take away some of the strength of that sure. lajero, you know. So you're going to, you know, essentially it's going to be more of a viso, if anything, you know. 
and we expected to come for you to see you at the uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop's 28th anniversary. We're giving away a DeLorean. What Ooh. would be better to have the future <laughs> at, a, at an event like that? And we find out today that, <gasps> that we got stuck with Dad. Stuck. <laughs> nice. It's, it's Lito Gomez you're talking about. Watch, right. watch your tone. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll see if I could break the space-time continuum and show really? up from a future Listen version of myself. Nice. Hey, you guys would both be welcome. I'm just wow. saying. I'm throwing it out there. Both be welcome. They, they can never both be at the same place at the same time now. It's like Michael and Janet They don't Jackson even travel together. In the together. 80s? Yeah, they can't travel together. What would happen? Well, we see enough of each other, you know, any time apart. You see, you're still going back and forth while you, you're yeah. staying there all the time. Yeah, I'm pretty much there. I stay three weeks, and then I go back to Miami for a week, and then I head back to the DR for three weeks. And, you know, he's, he usually comes in on Monday and leaves back to Miami on Friday. Okay. Now, it's yeah. interesting. Your dad is known for that trademark hat. Yeah. He wears yeah. the hat everywhere. That's who he is. <laughs> and you wear no hat. You know, I, I mean, I'm six foot seven, first off. You got off, the aviator glasses. I think, you know, I don't need more. I don't need anything else to identify he didn't, myself. He didn't want to put the headphones on, folks, because it was going to mess with his hairstyle. <laughs> so this is a whole new thing going on here. <laughs> Stick a comb in your back pocket. You're all set. But, you know, the funny thing about the hat is when my dad doesn't wear the hat, people don't recognize him. <laughs> it's all about the hat. Right. Right. It's all about the, the hat. guy with the hat on. So. He's the guy with the hat, man. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the hat's legendary. Yeah. So six foot seven, you are the biggest man in the industry. I I'd believe say. so. Yes. So. <laughs> You're probably the only cigar manufacturer that can dunk. Uh, that's probably true. Eh? <laughs> I'm, I'm making an assumption that you can not, dunk. Not a lot of athletes at, in the cigar industry. And, uh, and six say. seven, if you can't dunk, there's a crime going yeah. on. And you know, listen, uh, I I can't dunk. Very well. I can just right. dunk, you know. Yes, I'm, I'm six two, and I can I can dunk if I have to. <laughs> you have to. I want. I would like to see that. All right. I think I, we have a dunk contest. I don't think I don't think I've dunked a basketball since I was 22. You don't want to pull I'm, a muscle. I'm saying I think I I could definitely touch rim. I think I could get it. I could throw the rock down. <laughs> All right. I, I see. I could drop. Here. I could drop the hammer. I, I wish we had a little thing going on here, but uh, next year we'll set up a. All right. Party. I'm in. Dunk for charity. There you go. <laughs> oh, look at people are bringing uh, bringing cigars over. This is this is what I expected to happen. It, at the beginning, we started with our own cigar just in case, but uh, which we, lots of new stuff because the big trade show just happened sure. and uh, everybody's out there. What are, what are you passing out uh, today? What's the cigar? Um, Chisel Maduro's. Chisel Maduro's. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you're showing who, who you are, and it, yeah. um, and you know. The amazing thing is here, I do see great cigars here. It's right. not a festival of the crap we can't sell or right. uh, here's the, our lowest end cigar, but you're showing off some of your best stuff that you have here, and uh, it's a show-off thing. It's the, it's the biggest uh, Richard contest going on here. Yeah, and biggest Richard for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's been cool to watch the evolution of this event. You know, they've really come a long way. Yes. You know, Terry and Joe and all these guys, they've, they've oh done a fantastic God. job. And this year, the manufacturer participation is, is you got a lot of great cigars. Yeah, you here. do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you're smoking... Do you, are you one of those guys that starts off a little bit lighter during the day and then work your way up, or do you just go balls to the wall right from the beginning? Uh, you know, I walk into the factory and somebody gives me a 700 Maduro to smoke, you know, right off the bat. You know, here, try this. this is a, you know, let's see how this wrapper's progressing. You know, that's, so we're, I'm smoking full-bodied stuff all day. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. <laughs> when I went it takes in, a while to get used to. It really does. When I went in your factory, I was just amazed looking at all the rollers, and everybody seemed to be smoking the same thing. The biggest cigar. In the factory, what do you say? Everybody gets to have one cigar a day, so they <laughs> they it's a problem, you know. These guys like to smoke our most expensive cigars, but yeah, I mean, like you know, Luis, who's our uh, rolling room supervisor, he 
He does not want to smoke anything below a 60 ring gauge. If we made 70s, you'd be smoking them all day. Oh, you know? really? And yeah, these guys at the factory, they just love the big cigars. They love them. Digger 700s. That is 700s. so interesting. They love them. And you're, you're smoking a small ring gauge right and now? Yeah, I smoke the, you know, like my dad, you know, the 2000 series number three. This is, a, this is the everyday cigar. This is a cigar that I won't go a day without smoking. Really? Never. Okay. <laughs> All right. I know people are asking that question. What, what's your everyday cigar? And that's it. This will be it. Yeah. This All is, right. you know, it's nice size. It's convenient. It's got a nice kick to it. Great flavor. It's it's just the perfect little smoke. So you know? are you guys going to stop making a big, you know, you already have a big giant cigar, but now it's been this bigger giant. Yeah. Giant pushing machine. the limits, huh? So do you go further? 10-100? You're going to do I, uh, the 10-100? I'm not going to rule it out. All right. Really? <laughs> wow. Oh, God. You heard I that? I'm not going to rule it out. Everything's I possible. It, I called it quick. At the 80, I said, This is getting ridiculous. Please stop. But uh, I don't think we'll go that far. I don't think so, but yeah. you, you never know. Um, if there was a company that could pull it off, a 100 ring gauge cigar, it would be you guys. <laughs> you could handle that. We could, I'm sure. <laughs> There's Glenn Loop. Glenn Loop there from the CRA. He's out here fighting for. Uh, Everything you can hear that southern draw a mile away. There we go. Uh, well, Tony, thank you for coming on. We're going to hand the uh, the mic right. over to, to uh, Glenn if, if you don't mind. Thanks and for uh, we'll, me. we'll come over to the booth after and say hi and see what you got over there. Beautiful. Continued success. Thank and you. And we look forward to uh, all the new things you're going to come out with. All right. Thank all right. you very much. Thank Dave. you. Thank John, you. It's thank Tony, you. the future <laughs> Gomez, the future of La Flor Dominicana. And uh, Glenn Loop, come on, jump in here. Glenn is in charge of the CRA, the Cigar Rights of America, and uh, this is a big part of we're in the cigar industry, and without somebody like Glenn, uh, we're in big trouble because we're taxed to death. It continues to go that way, and uh, we need somebody to help us, and, and Glenn is there uh, representing the Cigar Rights of America, and this is a consumer group, so all those that are listening and watching here, this is a group for you guys. We have uh, in our industry our own groups and things like that, and we help as much as we can the um, retailer, the consumers group, but Cigar Rights of America is a consumers group, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And as you well remember, it was in the wake of the S-chip battle in Washington, D.C., that the industry came together and says, you know, we need a grassroots political movement to support this industry. And getting the consumer engaged, as, as I gave a presentation yesterday to the smoker-friendly group, you can no longer think of yourself as a cigar smoker. You're a cigar voter. Right. Yes. Right. What a great way to put it. What a great way to put it. Yeah, we we vote, and uh, we haven't won very many elections lately. But, uh, I mean, we have to get out there and let everybody know that uh, we have a percentage of it. And if you, you know, somebody like the uh, NRA or something, they hear them loud and clear. Why don't they hear us? Well, there's power in numbers. And with the millions of cigar smokers that there are in America, it's time for us to start thinking when we go to the ballot box, who's defending our ability to enjoy this passion that we all share? And I'm absolutely convinced that we can start flipping elections. When you start thinking about the closeness of numerous elections throughout this country, what would Al Gore do for a quarter of a million votes in Florida right now? Uh, you go through, we lost an outstanding pro-tobacco congressman in Virginia two years ago by 750 votes. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, and the, this was the classic. I'm glad we started talking about this because that's absolute classic that I brought up yesterday to Smoker Friendly's uh, legislative conference. Michael Bloomberg. Michael Mayor Bloomberg, the symbol of all things nanny state yep. in New York City, won his reelection by eight votes a precinct. Wow. What? Bet y'all didn't think about that. Uh, 
spent $91 million of his own money and won by eight votes a precinct. How different would New York City be today for cigar smokers, for those that want to enjoy, oh, maybe some fried chicken or maybe a little bit of Maybe a a soda. Maybe a soda or so. Uh, who knows what's next? And the scary thing about Mayor Bloomberg is that he's going to take that agenda national as soon as he leaves office on December 31st. But he got reelected by eight votes a precinct. Cigar smokers could have made a difference. And should have. And should have. And shame right. on you for not voting if you didn't. <laughs> so there's a whole bunch of people that listen to this show, and I'm sure a lot of them are not members of the CRA. They need to do it. CRA.org. C- Cigarrights.org. C- oh, Cigarrights.org. Cigarrights.org. That's the way to go. And, uh, and right now, as you well know, the biggest fight of this industry's life that affects the consumer, the retailer, and the manufacturer, folks like you, that, that will ah. you'll sell it in your store and you sell it online. Both are under threat by the proposed FDA regulation of the premium cigar industry. And, and, and even the consumer, we have some friends out there in Canada, and they t- tell me how awful it is there that everything's black and white. They have screens. They can't see the product anymore. White bands with black letters are applied, and the bands are taken off so that the, there's no artistic uh, look to it, Any nothing that would attract them in any way to anything other than uh, uh, a simple name that you're looking through a book. We, we know that they're studying the Canadian model for tobacco control. We know that they're studying the Australian model, the European model, and would love nothing more than to bring that to the United States. So we have the legislation filed in Congress. We have 117 co-sponsors back this year, 11 in the, in the United States Senate. You can go to CigarRights.org and find out if your member of Congress is on our piece of legislation, if your U.S. Senator is on our legislation. And if they're not, call their offices and say, why not? It's that simple, and I know people think that they, they're only one person. It's not going to matter. When it's, that's absolutely not the truth. One person does matter. Let their phone ring. Send them an email. Let them know you're at least out there. Spend five minutes of your time. It will change everything. Absolutely. I mean, we had one case last year where a United States senator that we should have had on the bill eventually came on. But it's funny. He came on after we'd hand-delivered 7,600 petitions to his office. Right. And those were from constituents of that given state. It makes a difference when they're thinking about re-election. Right. And a lot of these people are naive. They don't know what's going on with it. There's so many bills that, that pass their way. They don't know what's happened. They need to hear from their constituents, people that live in their state, that Absolutely. know it. So somebody like me, and I try to be very active, but I live in New Hampshire, and I can't help somebody in Colorado because they, I mean nothing to them. But if somebody in Colorado, they're looking for a 50-cent cap over here, in, in a state uh, way, uh, they hear them loud and clear. If, if uh, I call the, call, the, um, the U.S. Senator of Colorado, it would mean nothing if well, I Well, and so much of it has to do with the education of that individual person who is in that elected office. Some of them actually believe that cigars are bad for you and that all tobacco products are exactly the same. And one of the things that CRA does, if I'm not mistaken, is you do get in there and you help to educate these people so that they understand that cigars are so much different Absolutely. than other tobacco products. We've done over 350 congressional briefings in the last 18 months. Nice. All too often, all too often, it's the very first time anybody's walked into their office and said, you know what, this is this this product, this is this product. It doesn't meet that basic criteria why Congress passed this act in the first place. Youth access and chemical addiction. 
premium handmade cigars do not meet that definition. Well, I, I saw an article in Stogie Guys. I don't know if you caught this article yet. Is your state addicted to tobacco taxes? I did see that. And uh, very, very interesting. The state of New Hampshire, which actually gets the most percentage of their tobacco taxes uh, for them, has no tobacco tax on premium cigars and end up making the most money. The higher they make the taxes, the less money they make. They just don't get it. This is a fact. They just don't get and it. And then fact, they, keep Jack. On, they keep on doing it. I know Rhode Island ended up lowering the attacks on premium cigars to a 50-cent cap and made themselves triple the money than when they had their 30% tax without the cap on it. So here is Colorado looking at it right now. They're getting 0.9%, less than 1% of their revenue is coming from uh, tobacco taxes, all tobacco taxes. If they lower their taxes, they'll make more. Well, and I'm scared to death about what's going to happen in Minnesota after this past legislative session. $3.50 $3.50 cap. That's not exactly a declared victory, but it was like oh boy. you roll the dice, and it's just absolutely horrible. As you well know, and I think you have some history with Massachusetts. Yes. They just went up, what, another 10% this past year? No, they went up, they went up 20, uh, 33%. They went from 30% to 40%, and they called it a 10% increase, but it was a 33% <laughs> increase. I left at 15. Good God. And they went to 30 and they drove business to the neighboring states. They also drove the business over, uh, online. And all, they hurt their own people in their own state. That's right. And you know how many people are on the take in Massachusetts, the welfare system? How str- it's, mm. it's, the, it's the highest welfare system in the country. It's going to just drive business to the surrounding states. That's, that's all, all that ends up all, happening. That's all it does. And, I, and I'm on the receiving end, and, I'm, and I have enough business. Please stop. <laughs> stop. Stop adding the taxes on there. Give them a 50-cent cap in Massachusetts and let them, and let them survive. And I promise you... Because it's shown over and over and over again, they'll make more money Absolutely. at the same time. Well, I'm also fearful about what FDA regulation and state regulations can impact a, a, a beautiful event like this. I mean, it's not beyond the realm of reason that outdoor events. I mean, think about this. It's amazing that we can walk around here and somebody can put a cigar in my hand and say, I hope you like it so that you'll buy a box. The FDA despises the right. fact that somebody can hand me a cigar so I can test it, try it, see if I love it so that before I buy it. It drives them absolutely bad. They, they have so much misinformation. Another article that, that just came out recently is, uh, in all flavors, cigars draw young smokers. Oh, uh, this was all over the news this week. Absolutely. It is so wrong. And the problem that happens in this industry is we need to fight back and actually put our press releases out and say that this is all crap. I mean, everything I'm reading on here is not true. It's all misinformation. Yeah. Well, and uh, we do, in fact, have a response to this that we worked up this week. Hopefully, the, either the New York Times or other sources, like the Associated Press, will pick it up and start to really to tell the truth they about won't. premium cigars. Well, do you yeah. find that because it's coming from the CRA, Cigar Rights of America, that they're saying, well, of course you're going to say that because you're the CRA? Is, do, you, do you have the extra data to be able to back it up and push that rejection off to the side? Absolutely, absolutely. We did a presentation for the FDA on June 26th about what are the characteristics of the American cigar consumer. We had Gordon Mott with Cigar Aficionado with us who had a lot of survey data based upon their readership. Documenting, really, the average American cigar smoker has two cigars a week. The average American cigar smoker is over the age of 40. Sure. It, it documents how the... That look, America, ar- look around. America's youth. Yeah, there's no not kids going, here. They're not yeah. going into cigar shops. They can't even get onto the grounds of this amazing event. They wouldn't want to. Absolutely. Yeah. They don't even want any part of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, and they, but articles come out like this, and let me tell you, it showed up everywhere. The New York Times wrote it, and boom, 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 boom. Every single state ended up having this. I had a CRE member from Dallas, Texas email it to me. 
it made it out there. Wow. It made it to California. Once it hits the wire, it's gone. And then it's awfully tough to fight back after that. Oh, my that. God. Because what will happen in my state is they'll end up reading something like this and say, no, I read it on the Internet, therefore it is true. Yeah. Can we this sue the- them for putting that out? Is that possible? That's, I would think that's a stretch. That's a that's a direct lie. I would think that that it, it's all misinformation, it's propaganda, and the FDA is reading it. Believe me, this 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 goes through the, the Senate and the House. They're reading these stories because oh, I mean, they popped up everywhere. Boom, boom, boom. The next day, the very next day after this came out in Sunday's New York Times last week, Senator Blumenthal of Connecticut held a press conference to say ban flavored cigars. Now, what did he have to base that on? Yeah, just, just the article he read that <laughs> just morning. Just the article in the paper. read. That's all he did. And wow. Have a, have a press conference. You don't do any research on it at all. Just read everything off the internet because it's all true. And there's a lot of farmers in Connecticut that are relying on the cigar industry for to make a living. In Pennsylvania, in Kentucky, Massachusetts. You're right. I didn't realize. Forgive me, not knowing this. Like you guys have been in Ireland this long time, but that Connecticut River Valley sure. goes 26 miles apparently into Massachusetts. Yeah. Straddles two states there. It's like Senator Blumenthal. Better look at those constituents. Right. It is unbelievable. And, and, and it just seems to be getting worse. And I blow my stop, but they, you know, because I'm a retailer myself and I make money off the product, they, they assume that, you know, I'm, I'm looked upon differently because I'm on the receiving end of it. But the consumer that's listening, the consumer should join CRA and be part of this because you, besides liking the product yourself, then you don't have a, a financial agenda. People to need it. to realize that they're truly under threat. They're truly under threat. An event like this where I can come out and smoke a San Cristobal and have a beer and and uh, enjoy this in the great outdoors. It's a legal product. It's under threat, and people have got to realize it. My God. Well, Glenn Loop, CigarRights.org. Yes, sir. And $35. $35. dollars And we folks. ship you two cigars for that. Oh, my God. Just do it, please. If you're listening to this show, that means you care about cigars to begin with. If you're not a member, shame on you. You're part of the problem if you're not part of the solution. $35. CigarRights.org. Just join up. Please, please do me a personal favor and please join this. Do yourself a favor. Because we need the numbers. We need to show that there's enough of us out there that care. And I know you care. I know you care. Well, and without folks like the Cigar Authority helping us to spread the message, we couldn't do it without you either. Well, it's it's my pleasure. It means everything to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep up the good fight. (laughs) And uh, one minute. We'll keep you. uh, for a long time. Thank Absolutely. you, Glenn Loop. Uh, when we return, we have uh, lots more coming. Nick Perdomo is going to join us. Marcus Padrone. We have Phil Zangi and Tom Lazuka. All those and more. We're live from the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival in Boulder, Colorado. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your bloodline at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, always remember to keep the lit end out of your mouth. Join the CRA, <laughs> CRA.org. Please. Safety tip. Here we go. We'll be right back from Boulder, Colorado. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. Two 
There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire. And coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident. And just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as The Natural. The Natural is no lightweight. 
It boasts full flavor in taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. This is the Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to big group, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. Light them up, light them up, light them up. Hour number two, everybody. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. We are live in Boulder, Colorado at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. With us, Nick Perdomo, and we're going to light up a cigar with him. But first, Mr. Jonathan. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. And we are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We actually smoke right here on the show, and we insist and demand that you smoke right along with us. Catch us on any one of the seven radio stations currently picking us up in syndication on the United Cigar Retailers radio network. Or you can always tune in right at thecigarauthority.com, the only way to watch us live right now. Or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And let's not forget about our good friends over at the Cigar Station. That's thecigarstation.com. Replaying our show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. It's time for the official cutting ceremony brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. This is a double dose of Perdomo because we're going we're gonna to cut the Perdomo 20th anniversary. And the official lighting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And talk about excellence, here he is, the president, Mr. founder, excellent himself. and owner of Perdomo Cigars, Nick Perdomo. Thanks for joining us, Thanks, Nick. David. Thanks, Mr. Jonathan. How are you guys doing? We're doing Good. great. And we're Good. using a, a Lotus uh, cutter that has uh, the Perdomo insignia on it. And you've turned me on to these uh, Lotus people. Yeah, they're very good, David. They're very, very good. good. I'll tell you, at this altitude, and we're 3,250 feet up above sea level right now, and not good for you. Not good but for But actually me. good for the Lotus lighter. Yes. No yes. problem. No. Uh, triple jet lighter, and it lights every time without a problem. And these are our friends at Lotus, and uh, that's what I'm going to light. That's a, the Cobra uh, that you're lighting with right there. Yes, it is. And uh, I'm going to light the Perdomo 20th anniversary. So happy anniversary, 20. Thank you. He is. Thank you, David. Thank you. There's not a lot of uh, any companies, never mind cigar companies, that go 20 years straight. Well, it's tough with a lot of hard work. Uh, you know, I think you can do anything. My dad always said that. But uh, in today's world, with all the regulation and the government's jumping down on us, it makes it even tougher. And you guys don't mess around. I, I heard uh, that Nick Trey wanted to be here because he's such a diehard 
fan of your company, obviously. He gets paid by them, but he wanted to be here and represent the company alongside you, and you said, absolutely not. He starts school again on Monday. Starts school He's on Monday. He's got to get himself prepared, and he said, you know what, I, could, I won't sleep. But you said no, and I think you made the right choice, but it, what, a, what a credit to you as a, as a family that your son wants to take part in the family business at that level. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, all summer long he worked. He traveled all, all across the country, including three stops in Nicaragua with the facility and uh, he's, uh, he's he reminds me a lot of my father. Yo. Okay. So he's Big a rock words star. There, man. Yeah. That's right. Big words. Big words there. No, you, you, you brought him up right. Both, both your children and uh, they're, they're uh, gentlemen and ladies and uh, Mr. David he calls me uh, and from a little kid, I mean, a lot of respect. Yeah, we, brought I, him we taught, we brought him up that way, and yeah. I'm, uh, I'm proud of him, and I am proud of my daughter Natalie too. Yeah, better kids, unbelievable. So I, I look Thank forward you. to him. I look forward to the next generation. We had uh, Anthony Gomez on a little while ago, and now he's jumping into it. And it's you spend enough years in an industry, 28 sure. years I'm in, and, and I'm starting to see the changeover and the kids getting in. It's, it's, it's awesome. It is. And uh, he's been in it his whole life. He has. He is 20 years old now. 20 years old, but he spent 13 summers learning with my father in Nicaragua, and he's he's always loved it. I have a big picture. Matter of fact, next to the, the your mother gave me a nice little sign when my dad had passed away, and I have a picture right above him when he was about 14 months old on a rolling table rolling I, a I cigar. I saw the picture, yeah. yes. So it's, a, it's his whole life. Yeah, he loves it. And I told him, I said, you do whatever you want. I want you to do what's, what, what you'd like to do. But he loves the cigar industry, always has. He loves working with people. And he, uh, he loves everything from the events all the way from the seed and the agronomy and the farming and everything. So. I can't wait for school to get out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me, too. There's not a, uh, me too. There's not a lot of families we can ask this of, but how involved is he as far as from seed to smoke? How much does he has he been involved in? the process does he know how to do everything or is he learning everything he's doing both he's learning everything he pretty much knows everything if you look at that four uh, dvd uh, thing yes. that we have where we do this big uh, tour that we do on dvd he could actually do that tour wow uh, i don't i i don't i you know i don't know but i would venture to say there's not many 20 year old right. kids that know as much as him or have the passion he has there yeah. are no others not not how many there are no others so he is going to be a rock star, there's no doubt. I, I said it to you some years ago. I mean, skip the school for him. Bring him right in. He's ready. But, you know, you're, you're trying to be a good dad, and you, you mean well. But I, don't, I, don't <laughs> yeah. like, I, I actually don't like the tuition payments, but I think I'm yes, doing the right yeah, thing. Yeah, I think yeah. I am. Yes, you, you would do it for no other reason besides thinking you're doing the right thing, as wrong as that is. But that's all right. <laughs> so what can we expect after 20 years? And I, I saw the uh, evolve. I mean, I was there from the very beginning with uh, um, Perdomo being made actually in Miami. And uh, then dad, your dad going to uh, Nicaragua and starting that whole thing. Uh, you guys are now totally vertically inter- integrated. Seed to smoke. I mean, from uh, cutting down the trees, um, the box factory, which I've seen everybody make cigars over the years. My most intriguing thing is the box factory, the work that goes into the box. I can't rip the, the tops off anymore. I can't. I look at it. They, and I appreciate they, they, that. They, I know you do. And I, I, well, it was because he lost his mind a couple times with some missing box stops is what I heard. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about white glove treatment, really white glove treatment of, of the packaging that goes into yeah. it, the cellophane that goes into it, everything, the clasps with, with your initials on them. Nobody does it like you. Nobody. Oh, thank you. So, I mean, I just think that the customers deserve that. Wow. And, and the prices are very, very reasonable. 
Um, you know, anybody, you look, at, you look at a $10 cigar and people say, well, $10 for a cigar. It's underpriced. When you, when, Absolutely. You talk, when you talk about some of your lines that are in the $5 range, I mean, yeah. it's, it's unheard of. So you, you're definitely squeaking in a little bit for there, but building a company. I got something that's interesting for you. I had a customer email me this morning complaining that he saw in a catalog company 10 Lot 23 Robustos for $50. And he was angry about it. They retail for $50. Five, yeah, that's right. Price. But it seems absurd. So you know? should, should I thank him? I mean, yes. I, I mean, he should thank me. I, I don't know. He complained that they were selling them at AR, MSRP, but he thought that they were being discounted. It, it seems too good of a deal. I guess. It was the strangest phone wow. call and email I got this morning. Wow. Know, so. Well, you have, a, you have a bundle brand that we can't keep in stock. I mean, it's uh, crazy that... Uh, um, that is the best. It is. No, it is not a bundle. You happen to put it in a bundle, but it's a premium cigar. Absolutely. That, that you form in a bundle to save even more money on the box of. We can- do, and basically what we do is the Connecticut Shade wrappers. It costs us fifty dollars a pound. What we're doing is, if they have any slight discoloration, is what we put on the Perdomo Fresco. But you're right; it's not a bundle product. But it was a market segment that we wanted to get in, so someone could enjoy a Perdomo product who maybe couldn't afford it later or wanted to give it a shot at first to, to enjoy the cigar. So we've been proud of. We're literally, we uh, we sell a tremendous amount of those monthly, Dave. What is a tremendous amount, all, all total production? Do you want to even deal with that? And well, thanks, on thank, thanks to the current government that we have today, I'd rather not. But I will tell you that we uh, make in excess of uh, 13 million cigars wow. and less than 50 million cigars. So you can okay. figure it out. That way it makes it <laughs> safe. Uh, if the government would just leave us alone, that's why my father left Cuba I, and let me work and let all of us enjoy our labors, the fruits of our labors, it'd be a lot easier world today. But this is your company that you started yes. uh, from the very beginning, and you, you built a vertically integrated company. and and All the I way can, down to the tins. You, you make your own tins, if I'm not mistaken. The tins are the only things we don't, we don't make. But okay. uh, we, you know, we design everything on, on, on those tins, but we are completely vertically integrated from even the seeds that we pick. I don't think there is anybody else. I know there's other people that claim to do it. Right. But I don't know if there's anybody else that does every single thing. Uh, probably there's there's not many people that are crazy as I am, Dave, so <laughs> maybe not. But, you know, people will tell you he does it to save money. No, I do it because I can guarantee the quality because it's under the eyes of, of, of our people. And uh, we produce and we can guarantee a product. Even when you, when you buy a box of our cigars, if you look under any box of Perdomo cigars, you know who rolled the cigar and who the final yeah. inspector was. So it's very important to us to, you know, it takes 10 years to get a customer. I told you this earlier. It takes three seconds to lose one. We really value our customers as far as white glove treatment. We want to do that from the beginning all the way till you sell that box of cigars yeah. to your customer. So how many employees? Right now, during growing season, we have 4,103 employees. And I started out of a garage with wow. uh, me and my wife. So my dad always said that if... Wow. If you work hard in this country, you can attain anything you want. I had a young man just recently ask me, and I said, you know, it's tough today because, uh, you know, we, we're just so regulated in business in general, and you're punished for working hard instead of yeah, looking at, amen. you know, all the risk that we've taken, you know, sleepless nights. Listen, anybody can do what I did. If you want to work 14 straight years working seven days a week, 
and pulling the hair out of your head, you can do that. And if you don't choose to do that, that's fine, too, and I respect that, too. That's a, that's a capitalist society. But don't tell me that I'm greedy or that you're greedy because we've worked our butts off to build a business. Or that somebody else built it for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, my God. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. But uh, it comes from a guy who's never held a job in his life. So, you, you know, th- these things happen. You are a hardworking man. I mean, I've, I've seen it over the years. You've stood in my store. You show up at my events. And you stand there and... Uh, early, not on time, early. Yeah, early every time and till the last person ends up leaving on your feet. Um, you, I remember an outdoor event, standing, you're standing with very expensive shoes in wet ground, soaking up in there, standing on a piece of cardboard. No, no, I'm fine. No other manufacturer. Let me tell you, nobody's going to do it. I, I got to applaud you, man. I, no, I, I applaud you, Dave, for what you've done. And, and please, you deserve it. Oh my goodness, the butt it. kissing going no, no, back I'm and forth. You, no, you deserve it. <laughs> you know why? Because, because one hardworking guy can appreciate somebody else that does it. You I know? agree. Because so, I've heard so many times in my life, you, I'm lucky. I have never hit the lottery. I don't even gamble. I am not lucky at all. I've earned it all, and I know you have, too. There's but, no but luck we're, involved we're here. We're actually the biggest gamblers in the world. I, oh. told, I told a friend of mine, I don't gamble when we were in Vegas. He we're said, in the you're tobacco the, business. You're the biggest gambler in the world. And I said, why is that? He <laughs> said, because you, you own a business, yeah. and you're gambling every day with yeah. your livelihood. So, But betting on yourself. It. You're betting on yourself, Dave. And, you, and you, know, you, you get up early in the morning, and you, you don't have to. You can be the one. You don't have to answer to anybody but yourself, but that's the biggest critic you have. You're absolutely yourself. right. You're right. Yourself. And one of the biggest critics we have is Old Fod Freddy. Do we have Old Fod Freddy here? He's ready? ready to come, buddy. Old Fod Freddy is a, a guy that uh, is in the aging room. He's getting older and older. You know him. <laughs> Old Fod Freddy. You'll know it when you hear it. So uh, without further ado, here he is. Old Fod Freddy back from the aging room. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, people choose their trucks based on how loud the stereo goes or how large the wheels are. Are you kidding me? In my day, we only cared about two things, how much horsepower and how big is the load area. Nowadays, people are afraid to get their trucks dirty. My neighbor would rather rent the truck to pick up a load of soil than use his perfectly healthy F-350 or whatever the hell it is. What a loser. In my day, we threw everything under the sun in our load area, from mud to rusty trombones. Nothing was off limits in the load area. Nowadays, people are all about little dogs or very large rats. What's the difference? In my day, our dogs were so big, when our horses grew tired, we could ride our dogs in style right in the town. We were doggy-style, dirty truck-riding men that filled the load area completely with our rusty trombones. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. Did you see that bitch? I'd like to write her in doggy style. <laughs> Old Fod Freddy never letting us down. Oh, my uh, so, God. So we're here with Nick Perdomo, and it's the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival in Boulder, Colorado. We have 2,000 consumers smoking cigars outdoors in Boulder, Colorado, the first place that outlawed criminals. Smoke, first place that outlawed smoking, yes, Boulder, Colorado. And uh, Terry Gallagher uh, saw to it that he'd do a big, uh, big event uh, every year here, and this is the, fr- the fourth event 
that they did here, and I, uh, I applaud him for doing that. Uh, we're smoking a legal product. There's nothing illegal about what we're doing, but we have the government, for some reason or another, wants to uh, put a stop to it, and uh, the folks out there uh, need to get uh, on the bandwagon, join CRA, be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Not only um, are you trying to run an operation, uh, Nick Perdomo, and trying to uh, make a living, but you have the government actually trying to stop us in this business, in this uh, type of business that we have, for some odd reason, thinking that uh, children want to participate in this activity. Well, they got to have they got to have a lot of money to for one. It's it's a totally different animal than per se a cigarette or right. or another tobacco product. And I get tired that uh, the government thinks that way and. Uh, it's they're t- they're they're wrong as usual. Yeah, they're they're wrong and they're not informed of it. And they need to they need to learn that there is a difference between a, a premium cigar and other tobacco products. Um, I say leave everybody alone is what I say. Let everybody do whatever they want, but certainly at least separate ourselves and know that we have a different product. It's, I agree. It's it's not apples and, and uh, apples and oranges. It's apples and and power tools. I mean, it's one has <laughs> nothing to do with the other at yeah, all. It's not even close. Yeah, and, and that's what the problem is I'm not seeing any children around here I'm, I'm seeing adults enjoying uh, a cocktail not a problem uh, but the problem is that they they have a cigar and it, and it bothers some people um, you know I'm bothered by some people's perfume I'm bothered by scented candles I'm bothered by burning chemicals and things I'm bothered by people that don't wear glasses I, no, no offense Nick Perdomo I wear them believe okay. me yeah but uh, I'm smoking your product, and I've been in the factory. I know what the ingredients are, but if you were to put the ingredients on every package that you have, what is the ingredients of a Perdomo cigar? It's 100% cured premium Cuban seed tobacco that's been aged to perfection, utilizing only water. That's it. So it's tobacco and water. That's all it is. And uh, And the water's used just to keep it pliable, so... When the when the roller makes the cigars, he can roll the cigars. Right, so it doesn't get brittle. Of course, it needs to be it needs to be moist. So the cigar we're smoking now is the is the Perdomo 20th anniversary. So obviously a big uh, celebration type thing for you to make this cigar. What what is so special from this? Well, what's special about this particular one is you know this this brand came out a year ago to celebrate our 20th. This is the newest size, which is a six and a half by 48. Dave, a lot of people had asked us if we could come with some smaller ring gauges, which we would prefer, but the market is telling us that they want more bigger and bigger cigars, so don't, don't think that I just want to make bigger cigars as a manufacturer. It doesn't behoove me, but this is the newest size, and what's special about the 20th anniversary, it utilizes really the top crops that we have, that we have used really in the last 60 months. And, you know, people ask me how good it is. Well, it celebrates our 20th anniversary. That, can, if that doesn't tell you anything. It nothing tells you, but if you look at between the fillers, binders, and wrappers. It's really superb, superb tobacco with a lot of flavor. And this cigar is a little meatier than, than most of our stuff. This is pretty almost full-bodied, but it's a, it's the tobacco. It's well smooth. Aged, I, well I can't do full-bodied cigars, and I have no problem smoking this cigar, so I don't have a problem with it. Listen, you put your name on every one, so... Yeah. Well, it takes, it takes some manufacturers years and years and years before they have the confidence in their production to put their name on a cigar, and yours was on right from the beginning. Been doing it for a lot of years, and uh, we just—I just follow the, the philosophy of proper business that my parents had taught me. And if I buy something and I don't like it, I usually don't buy it again. So you're as good as your last cigar. So we work really hard at trying to be the best we can be, and I think we're extremely reasonable, like you said too. But I don't think you can get better bang for your buck in reality on what we do from beginning to end for our consumers. 
I have to agree. Uh, you know, I uh, people have asked me before uh, if I wanted to make a cigar using my name, and after um, 25 years or something, I decided uh, it was the right time for me to do it, and uh, I had to choose the right person to do it, and Perdomo Cigars makes our cigar, and I, I would... You know, and I know there's a lot of different cigar manufacturers listening right now and, and, and right in front of us, but uh, I had to choose the right person, and it was right. Perdomo. Well, thank you. And we're proud of it. And uh, I will tell you, Dave's a stickler. That's a one hell of a cigar, and he was there from beginning to end making sure the cigar was, was the right way. And I appreciate that as a manufacturer, too, and you're caring about your brand. Absolutely. Um, we expected a uh, another uh, uh, company to be here yet, so... Do you mind sticking around Absolutely. for a second? Absolutely. Um, so do we, we have to go into a social media segment right now? We can do social media. Okay, so... Uh, He's getting his notes. I'm getting my notes. So this social media segment is brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. are the best tweets I saw all week. So we look at the tweets and see what the best thing was. So here they are, the best tweets of the week. I have no idea how porcupines have sex with each other. Children really brighten up a household. They never turn off the lights. It was a woman who drove me to drink, and I never had a chance to thank her. Nice. Soccer. They run around for two hours, nobody scores, and a billion fans insist they don't understand. And the best tweet I saw all week, I want to steal a Dunkin' Donuts truck to go on high-speed chase because I think it would be funny watching a bunch of cops chasing a donut truck. And those are the best tweets I saw all week. Brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Today's social media brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled and two-bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. And two-bar, that's rolling it in a... Basically making little funnels out of the tobacco, and uh, it's the way we make cigars, but we still draw test them all because... uh, I see that all lined up and draw test and every cigar. So every Perdomo is is in two-bar also? Yes, everyone. And the way we... People will tell you they draw test every cigar. It's really impossible unless you do it the way we do it. And the way we, we do it is we actually, when we started, we had all our bunchers come in on a Saturday. None of the rollers came in. They filled all their press molds, all the cigars Saturday evening were draw tested, and we work a day ahead. So what happens is if the guys are making cigars on Monday, the girls are passing the wrappers on Tuesday. There's no other way that we could draw test cigars that way. So when people say I draw test every cigar, it's really untrue unless you're going to be crazy like I am and open up the facility to do that. But it's very important because I think one of the worst things is a cigar that doesn't draw. It's the only thing that will make a cigar smoker mad. Oh, I agree. Mad. It, it would make me mad yeah. too. And they can uh, tolerate if it, if it, you know, if maybe the wrapper burns a little uneven. You touch it up with your lighter. Uh, maybe it, every once in a while you get one that might tunnel a little bit. Again, you can catch it up. But if it doesn't draw, there's nothing you can do about no, it. No, and it's not right. worth a penny. I think the consumer's getting ripped off. And what happens is when a cigar doesn't draw, what we do is we actually have a new department. When you come down to the facility, and I want to okay. show it to you, we actually tear the cigars apart. We don't put them in one in each box because we're, we're stealing from the consumer. We actually tear the tobacco apart. We lose 
we lose some of the portions of the tobacco because it's been pressed. And what we do is we, we actually take away from the roller the percentage it was lost, and we have them redo the cigar again. It has to draw. Every oh. cigar has to draw. Yeah. So that's important for us. So the, the, the entubing the tobacco, making funnels is very important, but draw testing the cigars. And now we have a new draw test. Says we can actually draw test 18 cigars per second now. Wow. So, yeah, we'd, we'd love to show it to you. It's, uh, it's really cool. Wow. We, we uh, designed this with a company out of Atlanta. We have a whole draw testing station. You know how wide our factory is. We can act, actually have 18 operators draw testing the cigars all at one time. I never, uh, I, I never recall getting a Perdomo cigar that it, that didn't have a draw. Uh, it seemed uh, over the years it has, it has improved for every manufacturer uh, drawing, with the exception of Cuba. Yes. Still, they have draw problems all the time. People are always asking, are the best cigars uh, made in Cuba? And is the perception of um, the what they can't get is, is the best. What's your feeling? And your family comes from Cuba. So what is your feeling with Cuban cigars today? The president of, of Habanos S.A. In, in Germany said, the best cigars in the world are made by Cubans. Unfortunately, they don't live in Cuba anymore. <laughs> so I don't want to throw him under the bus. He'll probably get firing squad for that. But he's absolutely right. That's the way I feel about it. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I feel about it. I think, uh, you know, the things I've learned from my family and a lot of the great people that we have working for us are great. But... To me, in my opinion, and it's in my humble opinion, I think Nicaraguan tobacco is the best tobacco in the world, bar none. You have, uh, you're a man ahead of your time because uh, not only were you in Nicaragua at, at the early stages of Nicaragua, when, uh, and, I, and I drove up there with you on dirt roads, uh, your dad was up there, uh, accidents and everything that ended up happening. You uh, even got car sick. It was so oh bad back God, in those days. Really bad. And um, but uh, you were the first guy on the bigger ring gauge cigars. You were you're a you're visionary ahead of your time, certainly. And uh, it's paying off for sure. I think I think the big part of the secret is I take a lot of what the consumers requesting. You know, yeah. if it was up to me, I'd make all 42 ring gauge cigars. I have people emailing, why do you make these big cigars? It's because the consumers ask for them. Believe me, as a manufacturer, I'm much better off making smaller cigars, and I prefer it. As far as making money, it's a much better way to go. Sure. You know, you make a 6x60, yeah. it takes twice as much tobacco in the fillers making a Robusto, but of course I can't charge, can't charge twice as yeah. much. Right. Right. So, do I love making 60 ring gauge cigars? Yes and no. I love it because the consumer loves it, but as a manufacturer and gross profit margin-wise, not so much. Right. But we have to work with our consumers. This, this new stuff that's going on now with the 70s, I mean, I was doing this in the early 2000s, late 1999s with a Menso, and I just... And if someone asked me earlier today, do you think it's a fad? I would think so. I mean, putting a big brick in your mouth like that, uh, I don't know if that's going to last. I don't know what you think about that, you guys. But, uh, well, no, I think it's a fad and it's not going to last. The question I have for you, and, and you're obviously a manufacturer, is it a sign of quality that an ash can go an inch and a half like this, or is it is that a myth? No, that's a fact. I mean, as long as the cigar was rolled properly and you lit it properly. Most of the stuff that we see is operator error. Sure. Guys cut cigars below the flag line. What happens is cigars unravel. I was just in Scottsdale, Arizona. A guy was smoking a Perdomo Habano 6x60. He said, your cigar doesn't draw. And I said, wow, one cigar would draw perfectly. It would be a 6x60. He never cut the cigar. He goes, doesn't it have a hole in it? And I said, no, it doesn't have a hole. You have to cut the cigar. He <laughs> never smoked a premium cigar. He was smoking you know, yeah, mass yeah, market yeah. cigars. So a lot of times... You know, in defense of the other cigar makers, too, I mean, the cigars are probably, cigars today are probably the best they've ever been, no matter where you manufacture cigars. I have a lot of respect for all the cigar makers, but I will tell you a lot of this stuff, it's really important to teach people how to properly light a cigar. 
properly how to cut a cigar because I notice when I'm when I I do hundreds of events a year, I notice that people don't do that and they, they appreciate the education to learn how to do it too. I think it's very important. Okay, we're going to break. Nick Perdomo, thank you for thank everything. You. Thank you for coming on the show and thank you for the great products. My pleasure. Thanks very much, David. Oh, okay, thank when we come back, we have uh, Phil Zangi from Debonair, Tom Lazuka from Asylum, and Marcos Padron. So stick around, everybody. We're live from Boulder, Colorado. This is the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a La Giana Havana cigar. The La Giana Havana natural cigars are... Oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsac Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsac Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsac Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsac, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsac is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsac is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsac Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsac, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good. But the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid. But I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything. That's illegal. No, Cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. 
It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do... I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm -hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium-body taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new, medium-body, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mm. You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world, and is printed right here in the U.S.A. 
That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? We Cigar Journal is available at Boulder, Colorado, at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, and Terry Terry just said to me, uh, oh, I see you've got Phil on next. Do you have a whole hour? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this guy likes to talk. He has a lot to talk about, but he does it in a debonair style. Thank because you. he is Mr. Debonair. Thank you. Phil Zangi, how are you? I'm blessed. And you? Very good. Very good. good. You. I see you're smoking the debonair Sagita. The Sagita, yeah. Sagita. This is our new size we came out with. It's a 38 by 5 and a half. It's more than north. It's basically made for um, the two guys and uh, the areas up north because it's a easier smoke. It's a quicker smoke in the higher tax states. It's people can get the debonair flavor for a better price. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a little cigar. Would you yeah. say five and a half inches? Five and a half. Five yeah. and a half 38 inches. by five and a half. Petit Lancero, they call okay, it. Okay, but a lot of flavor. I smoked it this yeah. morning for breakfast. Yeah. Little little zip to it. Yeah. Little zip you know for breakfast. Do you mind if I light that one up there, Phil? No doubt. Thank you. I'm just glad you smoked Oh, no, it. that is a different cigar. What did I smoke? No, you smoked a little first degree. Oh, first degree. Yeah, oh. that's top secret. I just, oh. I just blew with my you own You just color. blew it. Oh. <laughs> so that's it. We got a little uh, little something going on here. We found something out, right? But we will be coming to the Northeast, which is my bread and butter and my home. And Now, now your cigars don't come out all the time. It's not like something that it, it's there all the time. We wait for production. We right. wait for it to be correct. And thank you for that. And uh, when it is? It, it is. Comes. So when is the next, when can we expect the next batch? In September. September. So yeah. uh, those debonair fans out there, you're going to see it come out in September. I recommend highly that's when you grab them. You don't wait because you're going to wait in December and you're going to say, oh, I need to get a box at Christmas time and it's just not there. So um, it, it will not be rushed. It will be not put out just to make a buck. No. It's, it's going to be right or it's not coming out. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, so, you've been there. You've seen it. You're yeah, part absolutely. of that different ideal. You're a founder. You've uh, given me so much support um, with your stores, yourself as a friend, and also with the radio show and everything. It's just been awesome. It is. Uh, All you guys, Chuck, you know, besides Jonathan, everything's excellent. It's, nice. It's so nice. you have to look for it. You look for, <laughs> look for Debonair. And uh, it, it's not just a cigar brand, but it's a whole attitude. lifestyle. It's an ideal. So, yeah. It's, it's a life. You bring it up to another level. You it's know? lifestyle. And yeah. one of the things you brought up to another level is the rum. Yes, sir. It's um, We've been blessed with that. We I can't claim that I did it. Um, we have a guy named Don Pancho Fernandez that's um, just won himself. is the Catador de Catadores. That means he's the best of the best in the world of blending rums. And uh, he made our rum for us. And we've premiered it in five shows. In each show, we've won gold and everything, but the main prestigious ones with San Francisco Wine and Spirits, the Miami Rum Festival, the New York Rum Festival, and we also the one in Madrid. And those, all of them, we won double gold, gold. And the, the one in Miami, which was only for rum, which is like the, the main... It's the Olympics of rum. The Olympic of rum, we won, and for our flavored rum, for our, uh, you know, for our macerated rums, we won best in class and best in show and gold medal. So... It was like no one else won. Congrats. I, I and that's against all the kings of Rome, huh? Yeah, I tasted yeah. the honey. It was yeah. fabulous. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, when we came here uh, last night, we went into the cigar bar that's here, and we asked for debonair because we're looking for a sipping rum and right. something to relax. They did not have it. No. Uh, they need to have it. They need to. Um, we're trying to get – it's been um, a daunting task, to say the least, because of uh, regulations. You know, we, we you and uh, we talk about – 
all the regulations for cigars, but liquor is on a whole nother level. Yes. Um, there's these things called franchise states where if you sell to one guy, even though he doesn't want to do business with you or you don't want to do business with him, he's got the rights because he registered in the state so that it's just like crazy. So, make a long story short, we got the, 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 the TTB has now said our labels are correct, so now we can bring in this import with the U.S. labels, and now we're searching for a distributor as we speak. And you need a distributor for every state? Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Some, some, some people have, five, like, you know, United Liquor that we've talked to in the New, uh, you know, New England, they have seven states. Okay. But, but, but some states you can have four people in it. Some guys you can only have one. It's very, inter- it's very, it's very interesting, yeah. You, you pick no business that's not very no. complicated. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. Try toothpaste someday. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you got to deal easier. with the Colgate magnates. You know, right, you think everything's right. easy. all owned by that Unilever, you know. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So, uh, uh, besides the uh, de- debonair new sizes, you plan on having uh, different debonairs coming out, different wrappers, different... I'm thinking we're going to do a debonair house products. Um, I have a one, uh, my partner, his name is Danny Sterling Sinclair. I think we're going to come out with a line called Sterling. Um, nice. And then we're going to come out with a PCS brand, which is my own, my name, my initials. And then we have a product that's coming out. I'm still working on it. It's called La Belle Creole. It's... Um, make a long story short it's got Perique in it too late yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice yeah. wow wow ding that's, ding that's not too debonair one for Jonathan that isn't debonair that's all is it boxing that's a low blow there we go yeah. uh, speaking of yeah. speaking of debonair and support I want to thank you for help supporting uh, the Cigar Authority and this is the time in the segment where we usually uh, enjoy life to the fullest it's important to be a gentleman it's very important yes, I'm sir. learning every day and how to be more deb- de- uh, more debonair is our gentleman here, Mr. Chuck Morris. There you need a gentleman. Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. There's a lot of ladies here. Switch on your electronic devices. And it is the Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair. Phil Zaney could never, ever be subtracted from one's life. Nope. On today's Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars, I'm calling myself out. Phil, you are the edification of a gentleman, and I dropped the ball, my friend, on our flight out here to Denver, to Boulder, Colorado, and I owe our good friend Mr. Jonathan an apology. Wow. Uh, there, there is an etiquette to flying. Uh, as you know, you're assigned a specific seat on the aircraft. I had to carry on a bomb. I mean, a speaker. Right. It looked like a bomb. I got interrogated. And I saw that on Facebook. Strip Deep search. cavity search. Deep yeah. cavity search. Deep, oh, love Deep cavity search. So I bring the speaker <laughs> on. That's not debonair. No, not debonair. Not debonair. <laughs> so I bring the speaker onto the aircraft, and uh, I'm walking to my assigned seat, and the speaker will not fit into the overhead compartment. Meanwhile, there's 60 people behind us waiting to get on their seats. You know how it can be in those uh, commotional times. Yeah. So I like to kind of move into the uh, into the seating area mm-hmm. to allow the passengers, and Jonathan kind of follows me, and Dave follows him. So now I'm at the window seat, Jonathan's in the middle seat, and Dave is in his correct seat, which is the aisle seat. Right. And so, uh, I also was saddled with the speaker. So as Jonathan sat in, in his <laughs> incorrect seat, my seat being the middle seat, not only did he have the wrong seat, but next thing you know, he had a 20-pound Bose speaker on his lap. Then Dave put his briefcase on top of Mr. Jonathan, which made a perfect coffee uh, holder. So (laughs) now, you know, we had our drinks rested on Mr. Jonathan. 
He was surrounded in the middle. Never looked. I'd never seen him look so angry before, and it was my fault. <laughs> well, th- that wasn't the bad part. The bad part was that the stewardess came over and gave me a dressing down for not having put the speaker in the overhead compartment that didn't fit. Right. And I, I fell on the sword and just said, I'm sorry, even though it wasn't my fault. Right. I took it, and uh, and then she was gracious enough to take the speaker and put it in the... After quite a while, though. Yeah. She yeah. let you sit on that she for did. a little while. Yeah, so she, you gave him the speaker to me. hold and bogarted his seat. So I bogarted yes. his seat. I uh, gave him the speaker to hold. I and rested my me... drink on top of the speaker. He was just... <laughs> I, I was the, the opposite of a gentleman. And for that, I apologize. And that's part of the gentlemanly process. Apology to, accepted, Chuck. Is to acknowledge your mistakes, to fall on the sword, recognize when you make a mistake. And the best way to correct it is just to apologize, not let it happen again. Mr. Jonathan, I sincerely apologize. And I did offer him a seat back. So, which he, he as a gentleman, said, nope, nope, I'm here. I'm content. He had his luggage between his legs. I mean, dude, you look so uncomfortable. I am was, so uh, sorry for that. It was, not, it was not comfortable, but I'm okay with it. But throughout the process, I was reminded that I was not a gentleman. I immediately thought of debonair cigars, which this segment is brought to you. The question always is, are you debonair enough? The answer is yes. Yeah, I try. All you can do is try. That's it. So, Phil Zaney, thank you for the great debonair cigars, all the support and everything. Thank you, guys. Uh, I have, can't have, thank have, you enough. Have a great show. I enjoyed breakfast with you this yes, morning. Yes, sir. Bless you. And I hope we have some time this afternoon. Yes, sir. Blessings and success to everybody out there. Thank okay. you very much. Thank you, yes, That's sir. Phil Zaney Thanks, from Phil. Debonair Cigars. And we're going to bring on right now, while we have a chance, Tom Lazuka. Tom Lazuka, we talked to him uh, before, but this is the mastermind. The mastermind be- between behind Asylum Cigars. So this guy, I guess, is uh, the head of the asylum, I guess. Is, is, is something good to... Uh, Does that mean you're the craziest one of all? Or you just uh, you deal with all the other lunatics and you keep them in line? Yeah, I, I, uh. I think I end up more being the psychologist of the bunch. Nice. And I know some of the bunch, so you keep your time... Uh, you, you need it. I'm, I'm busy. I, yeah. should, I, I need to start billing by the hour in our office, I think. That would be a good event to have in the store. You have five minutes. You, you buy three, you get five minutes with a psychiatrist nice. or something. I know my customers would line up for it. I mean, we could all use it. <laughs> that, exactly. Put a well, comfortable couch and you're all set. So, jeez, uh, uh, you, you go for the big cigars yourself? You know, like I like 60 is probably about the biggest that okay. I, I smoke on a regular basis. I like like a 54. Okay. Uh, which I just came out with in the straight jacket. But the... Uh, you know, the 70s, I, I, I smoke them. Uh, you know, they're not my everyday cigar, but uh, obviously uh, I've dried, I smoke the 70s and 80s, uh, you know, probably once a month or so. I, I'll smoke one. I want to see, make sure the flavor's good, the taste is good, they're there burning we go. properly. Well, that's what you got to do. Uh, I'll tell you, you got the hottest brand in the market, unquestionably. Uh, it's talked about through all the different manufacturers. I know a lot of retailers listening to the show. If you're not carrying Asylum cigars, you're missing it. You're missing it. Uh, jump on board while you can. I mean, it's a hot trend. I don't know if it's a trend. I think it's a trend, and it, and it won't last forever. But who knows? I mean, some of these things could last forever and ever. Uh, these are the big ring gauges. The one that, that gives uh, most attention to me that uh, if I was a betting man, I would have bet against it, and it's the Olga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, you know, that that was a project that I did. I actually made that in a, in a garage with a friend one day, oh and, and not in a 70. Okay. You know, in, in like a, a Toro shape. And uh, a good friend of mine, his name's uh, Ron English, and he, he's a college football coach, and, and he coached at Michigan, Louisville, sure. and he's the head coach at Eastern Michigan. Sure. And for many years, 
I would make him a cigar for his annual golf outing, his fundraiser. All right. Uh, and in my prior life with Camacho, I would do the Liberty for him, but Candela, because their colors are green and black. Oh, all right. Nice. So, uh, obviously, after the transition and I left. That's it. Oh. Ron was a very good friend of mine. He said, Tom, I want to keep doing cigars with you. Can you make me something for my golf outing? And I said, Ron, I already have it. Wow. So I made that for him. The initial boxes, uh, you know, I, I made like 10 of them. I said, Christian, I'm gonna, I need to get 10 of these made. And uh, he's like, listen, why don't we just, uh, why don't we just try it? Because and there is it? no way that someone in a meeting, a brainstorming meeting, would say, let's combine Candela. <laughs> And Maduro right. in a barber pole. This is the green wrapper in the black wrapper. It has never happened and would never happen except in that circumstance. It's very make, interesting how that let's came make, about. And yeah. let's make a 70 ring gauge of it. And 70, call it an ogre. Seven, love it. 70 isn't going to work. The barber pole isn't going to work. And certainly if you add Candela in, it's going to work. There's a three losing yeah, things. three strikes and you're, I you're hit I a home run. I would have bet the farm on this that would have no chance. Yeah, you know, we just, uh, we get surprised every day, you know, with, with the 70s and even the, the 80 by 6. Uh, you know, every day Christian just, uh, he, he says I've been right once in my life now, so uh, with, with, with the 70s, so I'll take it. I can't believe he even allowed it to happen because I would imagine he would say, no way, it's not going to happen too, as, as I would. But, okay, so now is there anything we can look forward to? A crazy thing you want to mention? Or... Uh, you know, we do have a few. One of the things we're going to do is obviously we've had a lot of good buzz about the, the ogre itself yeah. and the barber pole. So for next year, St. Patrick's Day, we okay. will release a smaller size that because uh, I've had so oh, many. I was thinking you were going the other way. You were going to go 6 by 80 on the ogre. <laughs> no, no. We're actually <laughs> going to make a smaller size. we got a lot of guys requesting it. They say we want to really try it, but I don't smoke 70s, so... We're, we're, we're going to get a little more traditional and make something, uh, you know, for the, the, the traditional cigar-sized smoker to, to smoke. Okay, nice. that sound I just heard means it's time to take a peek into the asylum right now. News from the asylum brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Here it is. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats and their It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's Asylum. A Phoenix man attempts to rob two large businesses back-to-back. First, an Ace Hardware, and then a Safeway. He walked into Ace Hardware, put his hand under his shirt to look like a gun, but the cashier was not fooled and calmly said no to his request for money. Equally unsuccessful were his attempts to rob a Safeway. It resulted in him being escorted out of the building. According to Phoenix Times, he waited a few minutes before returning into the store to snag a small breakfast sausage in hopes to thicken up the appearance of his gun and was therefore charged with shoplifting, guaranteeing that no one would have to meet, that's M-E-A-T, him again. Very punny, right? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 
to the insane 6 by 80 That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. Don't bring a breakfast sausage to a gunfight is what... Exactly. Right? The moral of the story, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... People are going to expect, because it's asylum and it is crazy, the things you come out with, they're going to expect crazy stuff all the time. So now you're going to have to live up to it, and it's a tough, tough thing to do. Yeah, you know, listen, you know, me and Christian sit, we throw ideas back and forth. I mean, we constantly are emailing each other or texting each other, hey, what do you think of this name? And, you know, Christian keeps trying to give me Spanish names, you know, for the asylum. I said, Christian, we can't call this... Don Juan Asylum? What are you talking about? (laughs) But, uh, you know, every day we we, we are. We're throwing ideas around, and, uh, you know, I think we've got some good names in the works. We're going to start developing, you know... Uh, you know, we're barely a year, a little over a year into it, so... And and we have a pretty vast array of cigars already, so, you know, we want to slow down a little bit good Keep. that was my question is it is it, yeah. is it scary for you with the the crazy growth that you've had that it, eventually you're gonna you're gonna top out and then are you afraid that it's gonna come back down as fast as it went up yeah no you know what i think uh obviously uh keeping a quality product keeping uh the production good and, and keeping the cigars uh construction and quality flavor uh, where they're at uh, you know, I think we'll be all right. I mean, you know, Christian, his father, and, and all our people in Honduras and Nicaragua, uh, we have a lot of experience at this and, and a lot of years uh, in the business, and I, I think we'll be all right. You know, now what we need to do is, uh, you know, we need to finish developing the brands we've started, continue to get that market penetration, and then, uh, you know, obviously next year we're going to look at launching something new also. Uh, but, uh you heard it here first. You heard yeah, it yeah. here first. We will. You know, obviously, people are always wanting the latest and greatest, what's new. But, you know, we, we came out with a lot of stuff in a short period you of sure time. sure did. Straight jacket. Yeah. But the new one right now just hitting shelves. Absolutely. A, a little higher price point, uh, a smaller productions. Uh, so, you know, we're hitting in areas that don't compete with what I'm already putting into the marketplace. Okay. So we're going to keep trying to fill the pipeline. And, you know, obviously, I've got a lot of guys... Most of the asylums are medium to medium to full body. We don't have anything that's mild to yet. medium yet. Yet, and, nice. and you know we don't have anything in the works on that. But at, at some point, you know, I, I want to be able to provide a guy who wants to try your stuff with with a cigar and his flavor profile. You know, so. we, we always say it's a crazy cigar, but I'll tell you, it, it's crazy the different aspects to it. But the cigar itself stands on its own. If, if it had, even had a different name on it or anything, I mean, the cigar is quality thank you dave thank you it is it's very it, it, it's high quality the flavors there even on that blown out six by 80 I, I do say it to customers all the time when it came in i'm not gonna lie it, it was so gimmicky looking secretly i wanted to hate it and i smoked it and i'm like this is great yeah great <laughs> it's draw. great the draw well obviously the draw is going to be there i mean how could you not have a draw on that something that thick <laughs> But the, the flavor is there, and it does back up the, the crazy marketing that you guys are doing. I love it. Well, it's, you know, and it's interesting, you know, you, they're, they're, as we're developing and we, you know, we make these cigars and, you know, there's always problems, you know. The, the, one of the problems we had right away was the boxes. You know, we make boxes yeah. a certain way, and, 
you know, the 80s are 100, like 103 pounds of tobacco per thousand cigars. Oh, my God. Where Robustos are 54. The boxes, uh, you know, we had to yeah, make the them a different Yeah, the box is burly. Way. It's burly. We well, have. and you, you, didn't, you didn't put them in 25s. You didn't put them in 20s. You went 30s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything you have done is the opposite of what I would have expected. It's counterintuitive to what the rest of the cigar world is doing, and you guys are hitting a home run every time. I love it. Do they not, zag, you, you zag. It's awesome. Do <laughs> not ask me for my opinion because I would have went against every single thing you've you've gone with and you hit a home run every time so thank wow. you then thank he, he would have been wrong twice this year it would have been terrible that's right <laughs> different ways to skin a cat yep. and asylum is that different way so I, I urge everybody to give it a try you look at it you may say ah, i don't know it's a, it might look a little gimmicky it is a quality product i mean i, I was blown away I, I smoked last week the six by eighty I, I couldn't believe it. Three, I mean, three yeah. weeks ago, Dave. You smoked three, it three well, weeks ago. Because of uh, where we are. That's right. Because we're in the future right now. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, all right, Tom Mazuka. Uh, we're running out of time. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. No, and uh, we'll you. catch you over the booth after this is over. So Very good. Tom Mazuka from uh, Asylum Cigars with us. And we're at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. we got about 2,000 fans over here smoking cigars it's it, it's a great day out there the weather is held out beautifully for us uh everything from craft beers are here from uh um automobiles motorcycles uh uh, uh there's a uh, there's a live band going some people may be having a hard time hearing us because the band is so loud uh they're a rocking uh, blues band i didn't get catch the name i wish i did but they got it going on. They, they, I can't believe how big the crowd is. This is nothing. What we're seeing here is nothing. It took me almost the full length of the commercial to walk 25 feet to go tell Phil it was time for him to come yeah, out. There's a lot of just 2,000 people here. And, and what a beautiful thing, you know. And as we said earlier, it's, it's not a children's thing. These are all adults. It's not even young adults. I mean, these are grown-up uh, people. These are family people. A lot of people with their wives and, and um, you know, uh, old, older people. Uh, I'd say the the average age is uh, 30 to 60, I'd say here, 30 to 60-year-olds. Yep. Um, and, and everything that they uh, may be interested in. So uh, it, it's awesome to see. And, uh, again, I want to um, applaud Terry Gallagher, the Gallagher family, everybody at Smoker Friendly, for uh, putting on an, an exhibition like this type of thing and the place they did it. Yes. Boulder, Colorado. Ballsy so move. It is. So uh, we're back to uh, New Hampshire next week. We're back to live uh, programming. Last week. Yeah. Last week <laughs> right, we're back right. to New Hampshire. This, this is tough. And the reason why this show actually isn't on live right now is because of the two-hour time difference. Right. Me and Chuck were figuring out. We did this show yeah. two years ago, three years ago, and we did it live, but that's when we used to broadcast at 10 a.m. Right. So the doors open here <sighs> at 12 o'clock, so the, the show had actually already aired anyway. So uh, I do want to say one thing. I want to say thank you to my grampy. Uh, what a gentleman yeah. he is. 96 years old. He smokes uh, six to eight Connecticut Shade cigars a day. He's on his fourth doctor because he outlived the other three. Awesome. How old? He's 96 this 96 year. 96 years so old cigar smoker. For his birthday, I had bought him a uh, box of Icon, and I gave it to him for his birthday when he was up in Seabrook. Then a month later, he's back in Florida, and I'm shipping him his cigars. And I said, you know what? I'm going to send him another box. So I, I send him another box, and what does he do? Handwrites, not types, not emails, handwrites me a thank you note telling me what a great grandson I am and thanking me so much for the cigars. His initials are on it. He buys these things. He buys note cards so he can send notes because he does it often. 
I didn't even see that, that his initials are on it. That's right. Wow. So this is... Uh, Frank Michael Talent. That's it. Nice. This, this is something that is an old generational thing. We can bring it back, the debonair style, right? We can Absolutely. do it. So what a wonderful event. And we're going to stay here till 7 p.m. And uh, we're going to have a chance to go around and uh, try all the different cigars and, and taste the food and the, and the drink. Uh, hats off to the Gallagher family. Yes. Great, great event, as usual. It, it, you know, after you do something like this, like we do our anniversary events, how do you do it next week? Because people expect it to be bigger and better. He does it. He it's does. bigger and better than it was it before. absolutely does. So a great, great job from those folks. They control this Colorado area, Smoker Friendlies, and they do a great job at it. So uh, thank them. Uh, thank you very much, uh, the Gallagher Also, family. Also want to thank Barry Blonder, Tony Gomez, Glenn Loop, Nick Perdomo, Phil Zangi, Tom Mazuka for coming on with us uh, and letting us bloviate on about their cigars and tell us what they got coming out. Thank you guys so much. Looking forward to what the future holds for everybody. All right, we'll get some more interviews from other people here, and we'll play them on later shows, so stick around for that. For everybody in the Cigar Authority, Chuck Morrison, Mr. Jonathan, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in this week and every week, and we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. When you're smoking and getting debonair one mile, above sea level, please keep in mind the lid end does not belong in your mouth. Bye, everybody. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie